Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Air Raid Tailgate Show. I'm Parky, your host, and I'm joined by Rhino and Davey today. Today, we'll be looking at the Atlantic Coast Conference, the Atlantic Division, and we'll be locking in our over-unders of the win totals. We'll start with Boston College. We'll kick that off to Rhino. All right, guys. Uh, so the biggest thing for Boston College that I can see is they definitely overperformed last year, I would think it's fair to say. Um, under his first year, we could see that Jeff Halfley definitely looked pretty good. Uh, Jerkovic under center was a quarterback nobody really expected to be as good as he was. And definitely in that Clemson game, I think he really came out. They're bringing back that true freshman, Zay Flowers, who, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the ACC. Um, Jalen Gill and Kobe White also made great plays in that Clemson game last year as well. Uh, the biggest question for them, I think, is going to be on defense and whether they can stop the running game, because last year they had a hard time doing that. Over under seven and a half is what I can get it at. And really, other than October 2nd against Clemson, they should be favored in every game on their schedule. Looking at it right now, they start off with toothpaste team, then they got the worst team in college football and UMass. Then they go right there, okay? First off, say his name again, the quarterback, because I can never say it. Jerkovic? Go ahead. I mean, I mean, he's pretty good. Like, I, I mean, he, he sold me. Like, I don't know. He was better than I expected him to be. I mean, he, like, he I mean, other like Austin College MO, but yeah. I mean, other than like DJ, obviously, and Sam Howell, there's an argument to me that he could be the third best quarterback in that conference. I don't know, man. There's, some, there's, some, there's that's some a hot quarterback in this league. I think I every mean, team in the conference, except maybe like uh, Duke. Like, that's probably the one. Okay. We'll get to Virginia later and Armstrong, who I'm not very sold on at all. In fact, I think his name is kind of we'll ironic. Get we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this guy threw for 2,500 yards last year. So, that's pretty impressive. I mean, a lot of those was because of, say, Flowers. But, I mean, shoot, I think he's got a lot of potential. And looking at their schedule, they should be 3-0 and right out the bat. And I think that's fair to say. They play against Colgate. UMass. First of all, why are they playing at UMass? I have no idea. But hey, I guess you gotta save some money in your Boston College well, I mean, small market. Sorry, I mean, yeah, a lot of money I guess right down the street. Rivalry game, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Mark, I don't know. Not too big on the nothing either. History of the Massachusetts really cares about college football, but you know, <laughs> they did their best. I guess I'm not really caught up on the rivalry of. Massachusetts and Boston College. So, but anyway, then they got at Temple. That's Temple's going to be terrible this year. Got um, they do play home against Missouri before playing against Clemson. And to me, that's a toss. That could be a trap game, toss up. I mean, Missouri's got a lot of offense. Okay, Um, they got NC State uh, at home two weeks after Clemson. I think that gives them plenty of time to rebound after. I mean. Not really fair. They had to go at Clemson two years in a row, but they could thank COVID for that. I will say that, like, I mean, if you're going to lose a game, like if you have an automatic L in your schedule, I mean, you might as well play that team on the road. Gives you an extra home game that you have a chance in, because I don't think they actually have a chance against Clemson. I mean, we said that last year, but I think we just kind of weren't ready for them. I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say we, I guess, but, you know, 
Okay, so we know who you pull for. All right. Um, <laughs> Go Tigers. We got, NC, we got NC State right after that. As I said, after the bye week, um, I really like Boston College in that game. Um, at Louisville, not sold on Louisville or Syracuse the next two weeks. They got a Friday night game against Virginia Tech. Um, another toss-up game, I think a really good one. Uh, possibly uh, Georgia Tech on the road. Should be a win. Florida State, I like them in that game as well. And I think by this time, late in the year, their offense is going to be rolling. Like, I can see a 70-point win, like a 70-point game. In one of these 70-point wins, uh, it's a hectic amount. Like, against Wake Forest, like, I can see them dropping 70. I don't know. Wake Forest is going to surprise a lot of people this year, I think. But we'll get to that. Yeah, I, I took the over on Boston College. I don't, like Ryan said, I don't really see too much in their schedule that's going to give them too much of hiccups. So that that tough stretch with Missouri, Clemson, NC State, all right back to back to back. But other than that, I don't I don't really see too much for them to lose five games. So I took the over. Yeah, man, I'm with you, Parky. I like the over a lot. Seven and a half, too. Like, that's complete disrespect considering they have three cakewalk wins to start the season. That means they only need to find five the rest of the way. And you also have Syracuse and at Georgia Tech. I, I'm going to take the over on them. I don't, I'm not. I think Boston College could be a 10 win team. Could. They also could be a six win team. I, that's the floor for Boston College, I think, is the six. So I might as well bet up on that. Can they get two more wins? Like, yeah. If you got it at seven, shoot, I'll give me one more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the over two, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here because it is the ACC. And so every time I'm looking at, like, NC State, like, that's a game. That's going to be a trap game. NC State's going to have a good team this year. We'll talk about it. At Louisville's never easy. At Syracuse going to the Dome on Halloween weekend. As a Clemson fan, we know that, like, that's hard. That's hard to do. And Virginia Tech, yeah, if you're they're easy. Georgia Tech's getting better. I mean, who knows? Florida State's still Florida State. And in a way, Forest is going to surprise some people this year. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it some toss-ups. I could see it being like six things. Okay, but in these toss-up games, how many are they going to win? Like, I think they'll eat them out. Like, enough to yeah, get eight yeah. games? I'm just playing double after here. I, I, I'm, I'm going to take the over. We've all, we've all got the over here. Let's move on. Let's just go okay. ahead and hit, hit the big one right out. Let's get Clemson at 11 and a half. David, what's your analysis of Clemson? Okay, I'm I'm actually you know a big Clemson fan here, but you know I mean, I mean are we all under on this one? Say it. We're all are. We are went to Clemson. All right, let's just go ahead and say it. But we're going to try to keep it unbiased. Okay, we're all we're, we're some we're some we're some Clemson homers here. But I'm gonna but I'm actually gonna take the under on Clemson. I mean, they got 12 games on the schedule. I mean, 11 and a half. Like that's basically saying are they going to go undefeated? I mean, that's only happened like a few times in this run. It's just kind of hard to bet on somebody going undefeated. I mean. You think that like they could trick up somewhere. I mean, there's at Syracuse on Friday night again. That one's scary. At Pitt's a harder place to play. At Louisville, I mean, probably a win, but you never know on these road games. And then you can have a trap game at home again. Boston College, Wake Forest, maybe at South Carolina. I'm just kidding. Not South Carolina. It's a dub. Yeah, not South Carolina. Don't even disrespect but, us like that. <laughs> but I, I still think Clemson might lose against Georgia. I don't want to be that fan, but. I don't know. Like Georgia looks like they're going to be a really good team this year, and I don't know if Clemson's going to like solve everything out. It's still. I mean, it should, it should be a very still. good matchup. Obviously, we've we've seen DJ Uangalale and in two games last year. We just got to see if he can keep that ball rolling from those those two games. And he's had a whole off season to prepare, so we'll, we'll just we'll be able to see that first game really how the season's going to go. Yeah. 
And the one thing that helps Clemson is, well, last year we kind of like struggled on defense, especially in the secondary. But this year we're returning 92% of our starters, a third in the country in the defense, our production values. The defensive line is going to be nasty. I mean, like the, probably the best defensive line we've had since the big offensive line in 2018. But even this one, I think, could be deeper, I think. Well, don't go too much into the Georgia game now because we don't want to spoil any first week locks. I'm not. I'm just let me let me broadcast my team, man. You know, Dabo said the other day that this could be like here. This defensive line reminds him of the 2014 team, which is to me, I think, was probably the deepest line that we've ever had. I mean, just when you have like Cole Stout at quarterback and the offense just wasn't moving at all. I mean, that defense that year was amazing. Let's run through the schedule then. Besides the Georgia game. Because we all know what Clemson is. Clemson is the same thing every year. I mean, they just reload. You think they're going away, but they just never go away, you know. They're just going to be there. Oh, we got South Carolina State after Georgia. That's going to be a dud. Georgia Tech, dud. At NC State could be a little bit of a trap game. I mean, you got it. Like, NC State, they're going to, like, mark that on their calendar. I I mean, I think think Clemson still wins that game. But I'm not trying to make NC State sound like – well, Clemson's been the Alabama. Clemson's been the big dog for for a while now. Like they know every team on their schedule circles them. That's true. That's true. Maybe not South Carolina. Maybe not South Carolina, Carolina State. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I just the think this year there's some there's some teams in the ACC that they're better than like 2018 when Clemson went undefeated. That year, the ACC it was poop. It was total. It was the worst it's ever been, probably. And then Clemson just walking through games. This year, there's some teams on the schedule that are going to put up some fight. I think at NC State, it's going to be that marquee game. I think NC State's probably ranked at that point, maybe. It might, could be a game day situation. Where like, if they're, yeah, they'll be ranked. Yeah. They'll be undefeated, probably, because they don't Unless really they play. they lose their game team to, like, who they play. They play I think they play Mississippi State before then. So there's they a good South chance. Florida and Mississippi State, which is could be. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi State, at Mississippi State, won't be easy. But, I mean, they pull that one out. They're, they're going to be ranked by the time they play us. It's a good chance of them being undefeated. Yeah. Because Clemson's not going to lose any games. I got them with the over, and I'm pretty strong on that. Uh, I see Clemson being undefeated um, all the way to the end of the season. And really, yes, the Georgia game is a test, but I see Clemson winning that game. I think it would be a close one, obviously. And then I see them basically steamrolling everybody. The only game, obviously, that I have – with maybe a little question mark, is at Syracuse on a Friday night. And for no reason other than that Syracuse has fought Tigers every year for the past couple of years. And no other reason for that because Syracuse is going to be terrible. Their offense is going to they're going to surprise some people, I think. I think. Let's, uh, let's, see, let's hear Parkey's, uh, let's hear Parkey's over-under on this. Yeah, I, I mean, I took the over. I don't. I, I think there could be some very close games throughout the season, but I do think they're going to go undefeated. I think they're going to get the job done. I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at the, the at-pit game. I think that's going to go under the radar for a lot of people. Pitt's going to be a really good team this year. I've got them finishing second in the Coastal, and I, I think they're going to be really good, and we've never played at-pit, so I think that's going to be a real good matchup. I like what you're thinking, Parker. That's a trap game and a half right there. Weekend before the rivalry against Florida State, at Pitt, misty weather outside. It's going to be cold. It's going to be – oh, yeah. Pitt plays games close. They just keep the, hold the ball, give it to Kenny Pickett. All right, let's, let's move on. Field. Let's move on. We got Florida State coming in hot next. 
Um, sitting at five and a half is where I got them. I think that was pretty favorable. Uh, looks like Vegas is not high on them. And to me, this is one of the biggest questions in college football, like Florida, Florida State team. Right, if this Florida State team can rebound, they got them transfer McKenzie Milton, obviously coming in, bringing in a lot of buzz from UCF. If he can return to his previous form, uh, this offense could be some trouble. I mean, obviously that offensive line is the big question. It's been abysmal ever since Jimbo left. Um, but defense, I uh, really like them on defense this year, actually. Um, they improved towards the season, went along last year when they decided to actually, you know, play games. That transfer they got from Georgia, uh, Jermaine Johnson, uh, I thought that was a big pickup for them. But if they can get some sort of blocking for McKenzie, then I think that this team can be some trouble. Um, well, that's been the not, million dollar question with them, right? Just, I mean, yeah, they have weapons and I mean, they're not as talented as they have been, but McKenzie Mills yeah. in the backfield, but you got to protect them somehow. I mean, and they're even their backup, Travis, what's his name? You're the at Florida State guy. What's his Travis? He's, he's, a, he's a good quarterback. He's, he's got well, he's an explosive even, player. Like he's going to be good, you know? Well, I mean, here's the deal. Like, Florida State, five and a half wins. I'm not saying they're going to be contending for a playoff. They're not going to be contending with Florida State. Uh, I think that six wins, a bowl game for them would be a huge monumental step for them. And I don't think it's much of an overreaction to say that they could make a bowl game this year. I can't see it. Uh, it's just, I mean, yeah, I like what you're saying. Like, if they're going to have a better team. It's just, have you seen the schedule? It's rough. Okay, but if you look at the schedule, let's look at the schedule. All right, so they start off with Notre Dame. On paper, that looks like a very, very tough game. But let's look at Notre Dame. Like, they've lost Ian Book. They've lost a lot of that offensive line, which I know Notre Dame always reloads. They're a lot like Clemson in that aspect, a lot like Alabama. But can we expect them on the first week of the season to start off strong with an unexpected quarterback? Um, I'm not so sure that I can say that. I mean, that game just, to me, reeks of Notre Dame-Texas. Remember, like, the Texas is back, folks. That was a Sunday night game, opening Labor Day weekend. Notre Dame lost, and they both went 4-8 and eight that year. I mean, to me, like, I, don't, I mean, Florida State's going to be better, I think. But I don't think that, like, Notre Dame's still, like, above them, I think. Their talent level's still better. They're, they'll reload enough, I think. I mean, I agree that Notre Dame's not going to be last year Notre Dame by any chance. But I don't know. Like that's still a hard game. I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's, a, it's a toss up. I'll give you that though. But I don't know. I mean, it's, look at the rest of the schedule. I'm not saying they're going to come in here and win this game. But having it at Doak Campbell, and you got an unproven Notre Dame team, that game could easily be something that Florida State fans. They might not even win the game, but Florida State fans. The players, the coaching staff even may gain some confidence in that game, carrying it forward. And absolutely big, come yeah. next week, come in next week and like absolutely rail Jacksonville State. Ooh, and then, that almost beat them last year when I missed it or two years ago with the extra point. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> on nine <9/11. laughs> eleven. Yeah. Yeah. They got him on nine eleven. Uh but the next week they got Lake Forest, so that should be two easy wins. Louisville oh, I- Wake Forest is better than the Florida State at this point. I think Wake Forest is going to be favored in that game. Okay. Interesting. I think by the time they beat Notre Dame, 
they're gonna look. They're gonna gain some confidence in that game, whether they win or lose. And then no, they, got, they win that game, then they'll be favored against Lake Forest. Well, well, obviously, I'm saying, I'm saying that even if they don't win that game, there, there's a chance for them to gain some confidence in their program. They competed on a on a national stage on a Sunday night game on prime time. Then they go and they play Jacksonville State. They really carry that momentum over. They destroy Jacksonville State. Uh, I think they beat out Wake Forest and Louisville. And then they got Syracuse. So talk about a nice little stretch of games. They got one, two, three, four, four um, very winnable games right there. And yeah. they only need to win two more the rest of the season. And they still have UMass on that schedule. I'm sorry. If Parker, they get ahead. embarrassed on national TV by Notre Dame, is this a different season in your opinion? Yes and no. Um, it's still early in the season. I mean, obviously that w- it's all going to come back to how good does Mackenzie Milton look? Like, let's say, God forbid, Norvell sends him out there and he gets hurt on the first play. That would obviously be a detriment to the team. But I wouldn't want to think negatively like that. Um, I still think there's room to improve in those next few weeks. So even what if they do, do about, it, Notre Dame. Yeah, but what do you think about Jordan Travis, though? Like, last year, he was, he was a baller, a quarterback for Florida State. He just had no help around him, you know? Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, shoot, I don't even know, like, have they even announced, like, who their starter is going to be? No, they're going to they're gonna play a little bit of okay. feel-good ball, I think, until Milton okay. takes it away, I think. But, you know. All right. I mean, I think by the time this – by the time they play North Carolina, Milton's, if he's healthy, will be the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But I think they'll be okay. Like, I mean, they're um, not – I don't see them winning that game against North Carolina because that's a revenge game for North Carolina in yeah. Chapel Hill. But they'll get UMass the next week. Um, then have a couple. They'll have basically a couple weeks off from the North Carolina game before they saddle up and get destroyed by Clemson. And then they got North Carolina State, which I don't really like them in that game either. But like I said, they don't have to win that game, but they do have Miami, Boston College, and Florida. Okay, so if they can win one of those four games, which I think late in the season I mean, they have a what would the record be by then? Um, one, two, three, four, five, and three. By the time they get NC State. That's a lot of confidence, Florida State team. And I think they could upset one of those four teams. I really do think they will. It's, to me, it's like the meme, though. Like, what have you done for me lately? Like, I, I just can't trust Florida State. Like, to me, like, I see a three and eight before. So I- you're leading. Okay, so David's got the under. You're locking in the under. Locking in All right, the under. I'm locking in the over. Parky, what you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the under as well. I just – I don't see them – I mean, I, as much as I would love to see them – be good again. I just don't see this being their year, but that's my take. So we need to move on. Let's let's hit Louisville. Uh, they're at six six and a half. Uh, looks like Ryan's got the under. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So Louisville. I guess the story here is Satterfield is not the best of <laughs> not getting the best of uh, love from his fans, right? As dude tried to take the South Carolina job during the offseason didn't get it and was just kind of like, you know, trying to sneak back into his office and like, Hey guys, I'm still here. Like, <laughs> so I think this is his ride or die season. Like he's going to have to prove something or he's going to be gone. And which is crazy to think because when he was hired at Louisville, everyone was like, this is such a slam dunk hire. Uh, it's, he started with that great season two years ago. I mean, last year it's hard to judge because of the whole COVID situation, but 
trying to sneak away from the program was not really a good look for me. And Malik Cunningham back there taking snaps, not sold on him whatsoever, did not really have a good year. With that being said, let's go ahead and we can look at their schedule. Unless y'all want to add something to that. Yeah, yeah. I want to say something to that. I think he'll be fine. I think it was just a little stuff. I think he'll apologize. You know, he'll, he'll do what he needs to do, and he'll get it back. He'll get the ship rolling. But, I mean, I'm still going to take the under on them, I think. I mean, everything's, everything's going to be forgiven if he can win games. <laughs> like, I agree. Like, it's just, it depends. Like, they'll build a statue outside if he can. Uh, they open the season off with Ole Miss in Atlanta. Like, I think Ole Miss yeah. is going to put up 70 points yeah. against them, personally. But that's not wow. our whole season. I mean, they have a hard, hard out-of-conference schedule this year. They have Ole Miss. They have UCF. I mean, it's at home, but UCF on a Friday night. UCF's going to be UCF. And then they have Kentucky yeah. at the end of the year, who's pretty good. So, like, I, it's going to be a hard non-conference to handle. There's only one easy win on there, and that's easy, Eastern Kentucky. I mean, it's easy to think of Louisville and say that their defense is that same terrible defense that they had a couple years ago before Satterfield got there. But if you look last year, they ranked in the top five in the conference in total defense. So I just think Ole Miss's offense is going to be that good. Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't have them favored in that game either. Uh, I, w- I would count that up as an L. Um, but they would rebound, obviously, against Eastern Kentucky and probably probably not start off the year on a good tape. I think it could be one and three. Like, I think it could be one and three. Probably Could. will be one and three. I think they'll be one and four. Far State. Okay. You think they're going to lose the Far State? Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and just go ahead and say I'm taking the under two. <laughs> I'm going to say we already have four losses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I mean, I was hyping them up so much, but I think with the coaching situation, I think it's a toxic situation going on right now in Louisville. Um, they've, dealt, they've, dealt, they've dealt their cards. You know what I'm saying? So, David, you've got the under. I got the under. Yeah, right. Ryan, Rhino's got the under too. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that Ole Miss game. I think Ole Miss is going to be a really good team this year. Uh, so I, I think that game in Atlanta is going to be ugly for Louisville. But and like you said, I mean, they're out of conference isn't super hard, but like it's it's it's, it's difficult hard. considering they only have Eastern Kentucky. I don't think UCF's going to be, uh, you know, a quote unquote national champion this year, but. I, I do whoa, think they'll whoa. they'll give them a, a good a good ride. So uh, yeah. let's move on to NC State. Uh, they're sitting at six and a half as well. Oh yeah, this is a, this is gonna be a fun team this year. This is my uh, I don't know if it's considered a hot take, but I think they're gonna be the second best team in the ACC this year. They have a lot of returning. I would consider back. that a hot take. Yeah, they have hot take. They have, they have 91% of their returning starters coming back. They have nine starters that are. And they, they were, like, and even in 2020, they were like a surprisingly like they came out of nowhere and just kind of like beat up on some teams. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw. I mean, Devin Leary is going to be back, and he's going to be like, I think he's going to he's going to he's going to surprise some people off his leg injury. You know, he was good last year when he played. NC State fell off last year because that their backup quarterback was trash. He was terrible. I mean, I respected the guy. I mean, I came to it, but like he was bad. Like, and this guy, he knows what he's doing. Like. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna surprise some people. They have a they have a nasty defense coming back. They probably have one of the best defenses in the country. I think they have like everybody coming back, and they have a guy from FSU coming in. He's a big sack guy, Corey Durden. I think he's he's gonna be like probably their leading guy in sacks. And 
I don't know. This would be a scary team to watch out for. I mean, they have an offensively, they have some explosive players. I mean, they have to replace some people, but not a lot. I mean, there's going to be some. It's going to, they're, going to, they're going to shock some people. Their schedule is kind of not that hard. I mean, granted, they had that at Mississippi State game, which is a toss-up, I think, right now. I mean, who knows what Mississippi State's going to look like. I mean, USF at home, I mean, that's, that's a win. Furman win. I mean, they have Clemson at home, though. I mean, who knows what will happen. They, their auto conference is La Tech, and that's it. Like that's the rest of their like that's the rest of their out of conference. Like, that's that's three easy dubs right there. Well, Mississippi State toss up, but if that's your hardest game on your schedule out of conference. Then you take that. So it sounded like you got the got the over, David. Yeah, I got the over. Yeah, I've, I've got the over as well. Um, I I agree with you. I I think they're going to have a really good defense this year. I think they're going to be a really good team. Uh, I, I don't think Mississippi State is going to be good this year. Um, so I've got them beating them. You don't like and, the whole – you don't think Mississippi State with uh, – what's his name going to – you're going to step it up this year? No, I don't I don't think so. I, don't, I just don't think they're they're quite ready for that. They've also got a really tough schedule this year, but – I mean, we'll get to them later, but uh, – Don't let Mike Leach hear you. He'll, he'll hit you on Twitter, you know. <laughs> let me give you a stat that is mind-boggling to me. Okay. This millennium against SEC teams, NC State is 1-8. Oof, what was the one win? Well, that's a good question. Let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready with these questions? Well, they uh, lost to Kentucky last year in their bowl game. Well, they lost to South 21. Carolina in that stretch like three or four times. I remember that. I've, if I had to get, if I had to recall, I think it was, Parky, look that up for us while, uh, while I go through my tape. They were one in eight this millennium against SEC teams. Hey, that gives me no faith against Mississippi State. So at Mississippi State, too, I know Mississippi State is not very good. They got Mike Leach coming in in his second year. Um, he's already probably on the hot seat, I'd say. Not a huge fan of that team, but I could. this just has the typical ACC underperforming against an SEC team feel to me. Um, really? and I just don't see Clemson – I don't see the ACC – not winning a game that opening weekend. They beat be Vanderbilt. They beat Vanderbilt. Well, they and the they'll beat South Florida. Okay, well Vanderbilt doesn't count. Yeah, so Vanderbilt. So they're one and eight, and that one win. Thank you, Parky. Is against Vanderbilt. Okay, um, that's pretty bad. So it's probably the best team that Dave Morgan's had there, though. I think that this is going. This is going to surprise some people. And I'm hey, not picking them to they go to the playoffs. I'm just picking them. I, the, the, the over under is six and a half. We should put that out there. My over, Here, hang on, hang on. My under pick. So, the last win against an SEC team before Vanderbilt, could you guess who that was against? I'll tell you, it was Vanderbilt. 1995. Tennessee. Now it's no, Mississippi State. Mississippi Ooh. State in Atlanta. Okay. In 1995? This is a Mississippi. So before I was born. Yeah, it was in uh, January 1st, so New Year's Day of 1995. You know what? This is a rematch of, right? This is a rematch of what should have been in the College World Series. I'll say it. Okay, so a little bad blood. Probably a little bad a little blood. Bad blood, maybe. I mean, not that football team eats okay. about the baseball team, but, you know. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But, all right, let's just say that's a game of toss-up. That game of toss-up. Um, I think they're going to lose that game, personally. So I think they're going to start off two and three. They're going to come into that game against Clemson. They'll, they'll contend for the first half, maybe. And then I think Clemson pulls away late. No big deal. I got Clemson in that game, winning by a couple touchdowns. And they'll take care of La Tech. 
I don't have them beating that Boston College team, which everybody knows I'm already a little high on this year. That Miami game, that's a tough game in Miami. I don't see them winning that game either. Louisville, maybe. Florida State, maybe. And at the end of the year, they got a couple cakewalks before they got North Carolina, which we'll talk about next episode. I have them with the under six and a half. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's an interesting take. So uh, let's move on to Syracuse. Uh, Ryan, you've got the under. I've also got the under. They're sitting at three and a half. Give me your thoughts on that. All right. I'll give you my quick thought on Syracuse. They're going to be bad. Okay. (laughs) They're going to be real bad. Honestly, I am hammering, hammering the under-ups. Obviously, they have that game that they're circled on their calendars against Clemson on that Friday night. And as Clemson fans, that should really scare us. But other than that, I think that Rutgers game, I think Rutgers is a much improved team this year. Uh, They got Liberty out of conference as well. They got to go at Virginia Tech. They play Boston College, obviously. Their cross-divisional is Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech, as I said. That is a tough, some tough wins. Their only wins I see on their schedule are Ohio, which is no joke, and Albany. And okay. will they win one ACC game? Maybe. Maybe they beat Rutgers, but I, I, you can't. I can't see. I cannot see four wins on this schedule. So three and a half. I cannot see four. I can't. I'll take the over. Okay. I'm going to be a buyer this year. I think they're going to surprise people. I'm not going to pick them to win, make a bowl game by any stretch, but three and a half, like that's, that's four games. I mean, they have some people coming back. I mean, Tommy, Tommy DeVito, he's not bad. Like he's not like the worst quarterback in the ACC. Like last year he threw 50, he completed 50% of his passes for 593 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Doesn't sound great, but he also like got better. Like as the season went on, but then he got injured, and even their backup, the true freshman that came in, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't bad either. Like he was, he wasn't great. Like, but for Syracuse, he wasn't terrible. And their defense is returning some people. I think they're going to be better. COVID in, in New York, that's going to tear anybody up. I mean, the the, the protocols and the, what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do. No fans in the dome. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna like that's gonna bring anybody down. So I don't think last year was a good testament of who they are and then three years ago they were ranked and they beat clemson or four years ago they beat clemson like i mean i think they're gonna, they're gonna surprise some people i mean i can find some four how wins. many games did they win again? how many games did they win that year they beat clemson <laughs> more than three here's a hint. They, no here's a hint they did not win a single game after beating clemson they won three games all year oh uh, well so <laughs> that gives you a little thing to be scared of. I mean, I don't care if it's Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, or Demi Lovato. They're they're not going to win four games. They're just not going to win four games. I just yeah, can't see that. I completely agree. I, I took I took the under. I I don't see them winning. Their only win last year was against Georgia Tech. Um, so I I just I can't see them winning more than see, really I, two I games. Definitely not three. Let me go through mine. Cause I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say they're gonna beat Ohio. I think they okay. it's still a max school. I think Syracuse will beat that game. Maybe it'll be a little close, but I think they could win. Rutgers, probably a loss. Albany, that's a win. Probably a close win. 
but it's a win. Liberty. <laughs> nah, they'll, they'll beat them pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, ever since that one year when they beat, was it Youngstown State in overtime? I, I don't know. But Liberty, L, that's a loss. Florida State, who knows? Who Florida State is going to look like this year? Like, who knows? That's a, like, it's not a toss up. But they need to oh, come on. What the disrespect to the Seminoles, man. <laughs> disrespect. Loss. Clemson lost. But, I mean, Friday night, maybe Clemson. How are you going to say State is a toss-up game, but Wake Forest is <laughs> We'll get to Wake Forest. I'm high on Wake Forest. But Boston College is a loss. Boston. Virginia Tech, who knows what they're going to look like this year. They might have the floor swept underneath them. I mean, the hot seat on Fuente is Fuego. I mean, it's hot. Like, but come on, they're not losing Syracuse at home. I don't, I don't know, man. They could. I'm not picking it. I'm just saying there's some, there's some things on here. Louisville, I think they can beat them. I don't know. Who knows what Louisville's going to look like? That's like. I mean, we already talked about how they, like, their coach is on the hot seat. So they okay, could I mean, yeah. them too. you got to beat two of these teams now. And this is the ACC you were talking about. People just beat up on people. All right, so next we've got Wake Forest. They're sitting at six and a half. Last we got Wake Forest. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the under. Ryan, was like you have the under. David, what you got? I got the over. Okay. Wake Forest, they're the 18th in returning production, 8th in offense. I mean, defense, we're not going to talk about it. But they still bring back Sam Hartman. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC, maybe, when he wants to be. Dave Clawson, the okay. best coach in the ACC, outside of maybe Dabo. And Mac Brown, maybe. Oh, also, come on. That's okay. Easy. But let's be honest. Dave Clawson has turned this dormant program into something that's actually – they're good. They like make bowl games like every year now. Like, why is this year any different? I mean, they've lost some people, sure. But, like, they always like they always lose people. I mean, it's not like rebuilding at Wake Forest. I mean, they just have some dudes. I mean, they just have some walk-ons that come out. They they spit some blood, and they're ready to play. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be – they're going to surprise some people. It's also the ACC. So let me show you who they're going to play. So what are you, what are you finding this number at? I'm, I was finding it at six and a half. Is that what you found? Yeah, six, yeah, six and a half. So basically, do you think they're going to be a six and six team or better? Yeah, I mean, I'd say the floor is probably about four wins. I mean, that's true. I mean, I think it's probably about eight wins. But yeah, so I mean, it's, I mean honestly, six games probably sounds right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be a homer this year. I'm just gonna just gonna say screw it. I'm gonna pick them. They they're gonna be Old Dominion, Norfolk State. That's two L. That Old Dominion team usually gives some ACCs and problems now. So. Yeah, just Virginia Tech. But we're not gonna talk about them. This is Wake Forest on a Friday night. They'll be fine. Wake Forest doesn't look over anybody because they're Wake Forest. Old Dominion dub, Norfolk State dub, Florida State dub. And I hold on to your hold on to your panties there. We'll get to that. Uh, Virginia, eh, it's a toss up. They're like the exact same team. Louisville, dub. Syracuse, dub. Army, dub. At seven wins, or Army's toss up. But Duke, dub. That's eight wins right there. And they and then they have four more weeks where they could beat North Carolina. Maybe maybe North Carolina doesn't show up. Whoa. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll right. that one. That's a dub. That's an L. But NC State. Let me hear you throw you a fun fact. Wake Forest has beat NC State 10 of the last 12 times in Winston-Salem. Is this the same NC State team that you have, like, winning 10 games this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just throwing – I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm just saying I already have them at eight wins at this point. 
I just think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, NC State's not going to win the, like the division. I just think they're going to be good. It's All a right, tough game. Who knows? So David's but got yeah, you're right. Got a lot of a lot of faith in Wake Forest here, who seemingly has yeah. Wake Wake and the lived up to that ACC um, Atlantic Homer right here. Yeah, well, they went they went four and five last year, three and four in the ACC. I just yeah, I just, I just don't see them making that big of a leap in one year. I I've got the under. I, I don't see them winning seven games, maybe yeah. not even six. Yeah. Parky, I'm with you. I've got them at best six and six. Hey, uh, they might start off the season two and zero, oh, but honestly, I don't see them getting another win until maybe October second against Louisville. And that's a maybe. And even think, then, that's a. I think they can. I think they can beat Syracuse, but they do have to go to the dome. And like, if we we're going to hunt for one of those Syracuse ACC wins, that might be the one that gets done. Yeah, I don't. I don't like their ability to stop the run whatsoever. And against Army, that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. North Carolina, they put up a million points in them last year. Uh, I don't see them stopping them this year. And I think UNC is going to like feed off that momentum they had in that bowl game, which we'll get to them next time. But I, uh, I can't find a seventh win. I can't. Duke. So I'm, gonna, I'm taking the under, and honestly, I'd probably bet a couple of units on it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can see what y'all are coming from. All right, so good about it. Real quick, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Do we have an ACC Atlantic champion? Any conversation here? Uh, I think Syracuse I mean, can make a run. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Confident. I mean, it's confident. well. The way you're talking, it sounds like NC State and Wake Forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I'm going with Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, Clemson, man. Clemson. Yeah. That guy. Really, really not too much surprise in there. Okay, but. so let me ask you this, Parker. Who's your second? Boston College, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm gonna go Boston College too. Okay, I'm gonna go NC State. Look, you know, I'm That's probably wrong. Way far from my <laughs> But, you know. Should we wrap this up with a fact of the day? Yeah, go ahead yeah. and give us a fact. I got some trivia for you. Oh, trivia? Yeah, I got some trivia. Do the trivia. So, some... we're big Braves fans here in this podcast. Okay. So I'm just going to put that out there. The Braves finally got over 500 last night. In honor of that, I have a question for you guys. There is one team in college football history that is exactly 500 all-time in winning percentage. They're west of the Mississippi. See Are they there. FBS? Oh, yeah, it's FBS. All right. Uh, are they in the Pac-12? No. Are they in the Mountain West? Yes. Are their colors green? No. <laughs> so it rolls out Colorado State, man. <laughs> it rolls out Colorado State. Yeah, that's a hot take. I don't know if Colorado. I don't know if Colorado State has a winning record or not. Probably not, but I don't think so. I'm gonna go Nevada. No. Mm. Thinking the right way though. Uh, uh, Utah State. Ding 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 ding. Okay. Go. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that's it. Oh wow! <laughs> there are 550 and 550 all time. Dang, that's insane. You Do I have time for the fun fact of the day? Yeah, we'll we'll let it we'll let it slide in. Fun fact of the day: Did you know that no one has ever actually seen two eels mate? No, listen, scientists have no idea how eels mate. Thank you for that. All right, Rob Parker, you got anything else to add to this? 
No, I think that just about wraps it up. <laughs> well, thanks You're for welcome. our first and only so, podcast, guys. That's great. All right. Well, that, that's going to be the next episode. Uh, the next episode, we're going to tackle the ACC Coastal, and we'll give our, our picks on those. So until next time, see ya. Hey, 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 hey,